0: am lifting up children worldwide. So I welcome everyone into the Speak Live. Today is November 26, 2021. So welcome everyone. I don't even remember this date because it's one of my cousin's birthdays, but um, yeah. So I am lifting up those that are hearing from God, those that are seeking the face of the Lord and want to hear what the spirit is saying to the church, those that are and are to come in Jesus' name. So I welcome everyone to this Speak Live. Um, I was in prayer today. I haven't posted the prayer yet, uh, but I was in prayer and I prayed before I went to prayer. And God gave me a, a life-changing because, for me at this point in my life and at this point in my walk, I don't just need to hear a good word. I I want whatever God has. I want to hear what the Spirit is saying to the church to be a, a not mind-altering, heart-changing, but a life experience. And so this morning, God just. You know, he dropped this nugget. like and, and it's going to be a breath of life for someone. I already declare it. I declare someone's going to hear. And it's going to alter our perspective. It's going to change our life. Okay? So, Father, I come to you right now with an expectation of you just being Lord all by yourself. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I glorify you, I exalt you, I exalt you, I lift you up. You are king, you are rule, is only one spot for you on the throne of my heart, Lord God. So I ask you to take full ownership of everything that's connected to me. In the name of Jesus, let your spirit be the only Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost that's in full operation. And I thank you for it, Lord God. Just destroying everything that's contrary, everything that's of flesh, and every war of flesh that goes against the Spirit of God. Bind up the enemy in every corner, Lord God. Till our hearts so we can truly receive your fire today burning and consuming us as your children, in Jesus' name. So, that's okay. Um. And, uh, since, yeah, so... It's, Lord, bind up everything against this computer. This word is going forth. This word is going forth. So what I came to talk about is will it burn? Will it burn? Will it burn? So in prayer today, um, I intend, and even if God take me somewhere else because I'm giving him full control, um, this really comes through 1 Corinthians 3 yes, the whole chapter, and First Peter 1, okay? So I just need to have the space and access to the microphone at the same time. So I'm going into First Peter 1 first. Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ. So I don't want to get distracted by other teachings, but when you see the introductions of Peter, Paul, John don't normally do it a lot, um, but when you when you see their introductions, right? Introductions. They're telling you, because I, I don't want to get distracted, but Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ. So Jesus Christ is the word of God. So he's telling you his teachings are coming at that level of apostle, apostolic teaching. Okay. So Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ, a apostle of the word of God, his understanding is above the average in the understanding of the word of God. Okay. So he says, Oh, Jesus. Thank you. Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ, the word of God to the strangers scattered throughout Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and Bithynia, um, elect according to the foreknowledge. Like I'm on fire yeah. I'm Elect according to or based on the foreknowledge of God the Father through sanctification of the Spirit, the Holy Spirit of God, the capital S, unto obedience... So this sanctification is supposed to lead us into obedience and sprinkling of the blood of Jesus Christ, the word of God, grace unto you and peace be multiplied. Blessed be the God and father of our Lord, Jesus Christ, of our Lord, the word of God. The word of God is our Lord okay, which according to or based on God's abundant mercy have begotten us, spiritual birth, have begotten us again unto a lively or living hope by or through the resurrection of Jesus Christ, the word of God from the dead. So, That's where I got caught, right there. I got caught right there. So I had to, faith comes by hearing and hearing of the word of God. So I had to constantly repeat this to myself. Okay, so by the resurrection of Jesus Christ, by the resurrection of the word of God, by the resurrection, because I wasn't understanding until this morning what the resurrection of the word of God means, right? So of the resurrection of Jesus Christ, of the resurrection of the word from the dead, of the resurrection of the word from the dead. So you know how we say death could not hold him, right? I thank you for this, Lord. Death could not hold him. Um we say that but do we really understand that do we really uh i'm trying to pull this up do we really understand that paul said i want to know you in the power of your resurrection i'm not okay i will go to that but that's not the verse that i really wanted let me see if my concordance tells me this uh, in in my script it might be first corinthians 15 first corinthians 15 and 50 might be the verse that i'm actually looking for here let me see if that is it now i say unto you brethren that fresh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of god neither does corrupt inherit incorruptible oh no it's it's 15 and 20 it's 15 and 20 but now is christ risen from the dead and became the first fruit of them that slept no so i'm not i'm gonna go to acts 2 like they was telling me it's not necessarily the verse but he is risen from the dead, Jesus is not dead, death could not hold him, so what this really means, as I meditated on this word, and I kept repeating this word, by or through the resurrection, the re-life the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the word of God. That is his name called the word of God. That's what Revelation tell us, Revelation 19. So by the resurrection of the word of God from the dead, by the resurrection of the word of God from like really hear, have an ear to hear, with the Spirit of God is saying to us by, which can be through or because of the resurrection, re-life, rebirth, sorry, uh, re-life, rebirth of the word of God. So I I I was I was really like, okay, wait, by the resurrection. Of the rebirth, resurrection from the dead, from the dead, rising from death. By or through the resurrection, the rising of the word of God from death, from death, from death, because I was like, okay, from dead men, from the world, no, from death. From death because death couldn't hold what God said most of us are dead because the word we are holding on to is a dead word there is a war and a rustle over words why because God is word he's word so God spoke everything. He spoke it. The word could not be held by death. The word had to submit to death, had to subject himself to death in order to save us so we can then resurrect. So if God said the word resurrected, it's got to come forth. It has to manifest because he already said it. He already said so. it's God's word that mean God would have to subject Himself because He is His word unto death? That means death would have had power over God, and there's no power over God. God created death. God created death, and see, we are being held by death because the words we are speaking are dead word. They they're gonna they're gonna die. So there's only one word that we can be resurrected from, and that's the word of God. That's the word of God. So if we are not speaking, if we're not holding the word of God in our heart, if our inner man is not what God said, then we are all, those that do that are going to die because there is no rebirth. There is no rebirth in a dead word, okay? So it tells you in... It tells you in 1 Corinthians, I'm gonna try to get through this. I'm gonna try to get through these two things. I can't get distracted by another revelation in the word because this word has to go forth for us to understand why we're dying and why the things around us and in our lives are dying and why people are afraid to go to death because you don't believe you're going to be resurrected. And why you don't believe you're going to be resurrected? Because faith comes by hearing and hearing of the word of God. So if you're not hearing the word of God, you don't believe what God said because you're not building your faith or you're receiving the word, but you're like the the other family of this house, Israel, because we are part of the house of Israel once we receive Christ Jesus, or we the original Hebrews and don't know who we are. But due to unbelief, and that's the wrestle. See, that's why the enemy has a word, okay? Sadness, grief, worry, fornication, anger, wrath. Those words belong to him and because those spirits belong to him. But when we believe those words, we cancel out life, joy, peace, godliness, holiness, resurrection. We cancel out those words. Sickness, cancel out health, good health. I pray for you. I wish that your health prosper as your soul prosper. But if we're saying sickness, then we're canceling that out because he sent his word to deliver us and to heal us, and to deliver us from all our destruction. But if we keep speaking contrary to the word, we are canceling it out because we are believing death. We have surrendered our belief to death and not to life, not to life. No matter, we cannot walk by sight because what things look like, it does not yet appear. It does not yet appear. When God speaks something, he created it first, He made it, but later he formed it. It has to come in manifestation. It has to, if God said it, it's in spirit. It was in him first. It's in him. It's just like when we we have an idea and we're creating something. Nobody knows that idea until either we write it down or we speak it. So the thing is, right? God had, he had this whole thing. It was in him. It was, it's his idea. It is God's idea. It's God's heart. And none of us would know it until Jesus Christ came and to the manifestation of his word came. So it tells us here in First Corinthians 3, it says in verse 5, when then, now I'm starting verse 1. I got to run through this. It says, and I, brethren, could not speak. I could not speak. Those that are walking in the faith, those people that are aligned and attached to us to speak to or to speak into what the gospel says, most of the time we can't speak to them. They will not receive it because of the carnal mind. So we are led to, to proclaim the gospel, but if the heart's that's assigned to us. If if the ears that's assigned to hear the word have an all a, a hardened heart, their heart is hardened towards God. We have to speak it and speak it and speak it. And somebody else has to speak it and speak it. Because until they release their heart to receiving, in the name of it, to their heart opens to receive the word, they're yet carnal. They're yet carnal. Many of us been under the word all our life and we can't chew meat yet. We can't chew the meat of the word. We cannot because our heart are hardened by the cares of this world and we don't want to be persecuted and we don't want to be separated from those things that we think we love and we think love us in the name of Jesus. I didn't understand. I don't want to get off track. I didn't understand the gulf between Abraham and Lazarus and the rich man. I didn't understand that because a part of it says, you cannot come here and those that are here in the promise cannot come there. And I was like, why would people be in the bosom of Abraham and wanna go to hell? Some people will sacrifice their soul for their children, for their parents, for their spouses, for their friends that they think of friends, for things. Give up our birthright for porridge. It says here, and I brethren could not speak unto you as unto spiritual, but as unto carnal, even as unto babes in Christ, I have fed you with milk and not of meat for hitherto or for even at right now, you uh, you were unable to bear it. Neither yet now are you able for you are yet carnal for as for whereas there is among you envying and strife and division and I bind up the enemy in every corner. This word is going forth in the name of Jesus. So it says, envying and strife and division, are you not yet and walk as men? Carnal, earthy, because we're supposed to walk in the spirit. For while one says, I am of Paul and another, I am of Apollos, are you not yet carnal? Are you not carnal? Question. Who then is Paul and who is Apollos, but minister by whom you believe, even as the Lord gave to every man. Just ministers. We're just ministers. We're just ministers. We're believing in pastors and bishops and evangelists and teachers and men of God and women of God and children of God, but we're just servants. We're just assigned, elected to bring forth the gospel. It's the gospel that we're supposed to believe in. It's the messenger that sent us, not the messenger, the one that sent the message that we're supposed to believe in. It says, I have planted Apollo's water, but God give, but God um, whom, wait a minute, wait wait, I have planted Apollo's water, but God gave the increase. So then neither is he that planted anything, neither he that waters, but God that gives the increase. Now he that plants and he that waters are one, with one body fitly joined together. And every man shall receive his own reward according to his own labor. For we are laborers together with God. You are God's husbandry. You are God's building. So we are God's garden. We are God's plants. We are God's trees, grass, flowers, okay? And his building. We are the temple. What is in your temple? Because in the temple of God, it's supposed to be the word of God. The word of God is what makes the house of God, the house of God. That's what we like to say. We are the church. What kind of church are you? What are you proclaiming? What are you mirroring? What is, your, what is your reflection? What are you reflecting? If we are the church, what are we reflecting? What are we reflecting? What are we saying? What are we proclaiming? What are we presenting? Uh, like my one of my sisters, we're the mere appearance, the mere image of it but we have not become because a church is the hospital of God so when someone comes they should be able to get the word that is sent i sent my word to heal them and deliver them from all their destruction that we 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 should be that's what each individual part that's proclaimed to be the church that's what we are sent to do So if people say I don't have to go into the church, that means you are so equipped to do with the building you say you don't need to go into does. That's what that means because you're going to be held accountable for that profession and that confession. Yeah. It's, 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 otherwise it's vain word and we have to give an account for that. If God said he's the healer and we're walking around saying we represent in Jesus, the healer, the word of healing, then we should be producing that. That's what our tree should look like. Whatever fruit Jesus produces, we should be producing that as the tree of God, as the living water, as the church of God. That's, that's what we should be doing. Somebody should be able to come to us and hear the word of God, not a conflicting word, because we're speaking sweet and bitter water at the same time. So one person come and they're dying, and the next person come and they're getting the word, It's ineffective because his word is not leavened. God is balanced. His word is not leavened. He's not divided. He's not. And, and we are playing with this thing, because many could preach a good word. But in God's eyes it's not good because of the heart that is coming from. It says he here. it says, according to the grace of God which is given unto me as a wise master builder. So we're building on top of Peter, James, John, Isaiah, Jeremiah, Nehemiah, Israel, We're building upon them because they are the foundation, the prophets in the gospel, the apostles. They're the foundation. So we're building upon their foundation. It says here, according to the grace of God, which has given to me, Paul, as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation. I have laid the foundation. So he got the foundation. From in the beginning, Genesis, Exodus, he got the foundation from them, and it says, um "And another builds thereon." So when we're proclaiming the gospel, or we're representing Jesus Christ, God the Father. That's what we're doing. We're building on that that foundation. That's why we shouldn't jump and do it, because we're going to be held accountable for it. It says. In another business, builds thereon, but let every man take heed how he builds thereon. So it says, For other foundations, not our opinion, not the uh commentaries, not scholars, not theologians, no, it says, Every man's work should be made manifest. Wait a minute, wait. Wait, I gotta go back. I skipped. Um, for other foundations can no man build than that is laid, which is Jesus. I still skipped. Okay, wait. Um, anyone build it? But let every man take heed on how he builds thereon. For other foundation can no man lay than that is laid, which is Jesus Christ, the Word of God. For other foundation, can no man lay then that is laid. that is laid. So we can't be laying um on top of brick siding that's not fit for brick. if it if it's the foundation is brick, you gotta build with brick. If the foundation is the word of God, you can't build Buddhism. On the word of God. You cannot build Islam on the Word of God. You cannot build gossip on the Word of God. You cannot build hatred on the Word of God. You can't build mermaids on the Word of God. You can't build wizards on the Word of God. You can't build voodoo on the Word of God. You cannot. It has to be on it has to be the Word of God being built. Superstition, Zodiacs, Yoga cannot be built on the word of God. Your energies cannot be built on the word of God. Would you think us leaning to our own understanding cannot be built on the word of God? It's only Jesus. Jesus is the only begotten word of God. That's it. That's it. No, not New Living Translation. Not, not the apologetic Bible. It can't be built on it. It can't. It can't. New English, whatever the case may be, once we start to leaven the word, it can't be built on the word of God. It cannot. It has to be. God, there's no variation in God. So whatever he said, that's what we're supposed to build on. What he gave us in the first place, that's what it's supposed to be built on. There is no new living translation of God. God don't need no man to give no new living translation. No, we got to think about the names of even what these books are saying. No, it has to be. Because see, once you add leaven, it's going to burn. People don't want to hear it, but it's true. I can't even think of the other one. Uh, a lot of people, listen to the words of those. Since when God need man to give a new living translation? Think about that. no. It's only with Jesus, what God has said, we could try to add to to take away, but we're going to add the plagues to our life, or we're going to be taken away from the word of God. It's that simple. We don't need man to do it. The word tells us, and I'm going to go into the word because I'm going to show you. It says, now, if any, any man, any of us build upon this foundation, gold, silver, Precious stone, wood, hay, or stubble. That's not the word of God. Every man's work shall be made manifest. It's going to be revealed. For the day shall declare it, because it shall be revealed by fire. Everything outside Jesus Christ is going to burn. It's going to burn. So it says, And the fire shall try, test, determine every man's work of what sort it is. If any man's work abide, live in, dwell with, which he have built thereon, he shall receive a reward. If any man's work shall be burned, he shall suffer loss but him himself shall be saved, yet so as by fire. And that's when he goes on to say, know you not that you are the temple of God and that the spirit of God dwells in you. Why? Because God knows the mind, the spirit of the mind. He knows the spirit of the mind. He knows it. He knows it. He knows it. Peter tells us, It says in verse 1 Peter 1 and 3, Blessed be God and the Father of our Lord Jesus. Not of these other things, which according to God's abundant mercy have begotten us again unto a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. He's the only one. It's only the word that resurrected Lazarus. It's only the word that resurrected. This is how a man could fall on the bones of Elisha. Because Elijah was declaring only the word of God. He fell, his, he fell on the bones of the word of God. Because our bones should be, we should be built. What is our bones? Our structure? Our structure should be the word of God. This temple is built on the word and the word only. Because nothing else is going to resurrect us. So it says, to inherit incorruptible and undefiled, it got to be to inherit incorruptible. So when we start to tweet the word of God, it became corruptible. It became defiled. And we are repeating it just as proudly. If you put, if you, well, how we know about King James? That's what he gave us. And guess what? How do we know that? Because every other Bible is built off of the King James Bible. That's how you know. Every other Bible is the foundation of every other Bible, NIV, EPP, whatever else, is built off of the foundation. The new King James is built off of the old King James. That's how you know. Because you don't build a house on something that you know is sinking sand. You do not build a house on something you know is not a good foundation. They know the King James is a good foundation. That's why they built off that King James Bible, they tweak it so we can have a better understanding. But when you draw nigh to God, he promised he'll draw nigh to you. Everything that God said is going to manifest and is manifesting and is. So every eye is going to see when the word of God cracked the sky, they're going to see it. And every person that added to and took away, they're going to get those promises. And everyone that's following that, know God said, know what his words say, they're going to get just reward of that. I'm just saying, seriously. So it says to the inheritance of incorruptible and undefiled that fades not away, reserved in heaven for you who are kept by the power of God through the faith, through the faith, Jesus is our faith, until salvation ready to be revealed in the last time, wherein you greatly rejoice, though now for a season, if need be, you are in heaviness through the manifold, multiple temptations, okay, that the trial. Of your faith, the trial of our faith, our faith is Jesus Christ, the trial, remember he was in court, the trial of our faith being more much more precious than of gold that is imper- that is perishable. So Paul said if you build it off gold or silver, so gold is perishable so it can only be built off the word of God like I am on fire in the name of Jesus. Through it, okay, it says that the trial or the testing, the testing, the even through persecution of, of, of your faith being much more precious than the gold that perishes. Though it be tried with fire, Jesus already went through the fire. He descended before he ascended, okay? So tried by fire might be found unto praise, and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. At the appearing of the word of God. He's going to appear, y'all. Every eye is going to see him. Especially those that pierced him. So, even those that pierced him. So, every person that pierced the word of God, removed, added, that's piercing. That's a pierce. Poked something into the word. You poked. You poked into the word of God. You poked it. So it said, or jabbed it, or stabbed it, pierce. So it says, whom having not seen, you love, in whom, or Jesus, the word, though now you see him not, yet believing, you rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory, receiving the end of your faith. Our faith is Jesus Christ, even the salvation of your souls, of which salvation Jesus is the salvation. The word of God is our salvation because God's word will not return unto him void. God is not going to destroy his word. And that's how we get saved because we are built on, we abide, he abides in us, the word of God. That's our salvation the word of God and him being in us and we being in him is our salvation. We are saved when God see his word, when his word is tried, we are saved because of the word of God, Jesus Christ. Oh, Jesus, thank you. Woo. Of which salvation the prophets have inquired and searched diligently who prophesied of the grace that should come. The prophets, Elisha, Elijah, uh, Isaiah, Nehemiah, uh, uh Jeremiah, Ezekiel, Daniel, Hosea, Amos, Micah, Zechariah, Melanchi, Haggai, Habakkuk, Joel, Obadiah, and anyone that I miss, they all prophesied of the word they didn't see because they were in the Old Testament. So they was letting us know that he's coming. They was letting us know. Hallelujah. They was letting us know that he was coming. He was coming. They was letting us know that he is coming. Everything that God said is created, is made, but then it's manifested. It is coming. It's coming. Every promise, whether it's a blessing or a curse, is coming. Everything is coming. It's coming. If God said it to you, it's coming. It's coming. A now faith. You got to hold on to it with a now faith because it's coming. It's going to come. So if we're in disobedience and God said, if you don't hearken, this is going to happen. It's going to come. If God said, once you hearken and diligently hearken and observe the word and become it, it's going to come. All those promises are going to come. Jesus is coming. He's coming with his reward. He's coming. He's coming. The word is going to manifest. The word is manifesting and those that don't love him, they blinded to it, but it's still there. It's right in front of their face, but they can't see it because they hate the word of God and they won't come to get the manifestation or to know what's manifesting because they hate it because their deeds are evil and men love darkness rather than the light. That's why I can get people banging on the ceiling and banging on the walls because they know this word is irritating because it convicts it changes things, and people don't want to change. They don't. They don't. That's how you get warfare because it's something you that God that sent forth in you, and it's changing something, and they don't want to change, so it wars. But trust the word. Stand on the word, cause He's the solid rock. He is our salvation. The word of God is our salvation. Everything else is gonna burn. Everything else is gonna burn. What God said it's going to manifest. It's coming. It's coming. If he said your help, like he says in the Psalm, I am your help, it's coming. I don't care what it look like. The enemy right here, that means he's trying to block what's right here. He's trying to block it. He don't want you to see it. He don't want you to see it. He don't want you to hear it. He don't want you to see it. He don't want you to hear it because he knows it's right there. It's right there. Ha! Huh, it's right there crying may endure for a night, but in the morning, the morning is coming. If that one morning is assigned to you, it's coming. It's coming. I you might have to fight, he might come in like a flood at night, but he know if you just hold on to that morning, he's not gonna be there. Day, darkness had to flee when God said, Let there be light. I see what she going through, but let there be light. I see what he's endured, but let there be light. Let there be light. You got to flee. Darkness, you got to go. You got to flee, because let there be light. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, I send the word of God. Me and my cat is in agreement, okay? This is me and sir. I send the word of God to the people of God, to the ears of God, to the hearts of men. It's coming. It's coming. Whatever he promised whatever side you want, it's coming. You got a chance. Repentance is the word of God. In Jesus' name, peace.